0: Welcome, True Believer readers, to another episode of Let's Read Spider-Man, where we cover books that are a blast from Peter Parker's past. Today's books came out at the same time as three big events. Here to provide additional insight on the most important of those three events is my friend Eddie. How are you today, Eddie?
1: Well, I'm a little under the weather, but a cup of tea, maybe Aunt May's tea would be best for me. Uh, What are the three events that we're talking about here, James B.?
0: Sure. These are three big events from the summer of 86. You just, after I read them, you tell me which one, you know, sticks out the most to you, okay? Got you. All right. Rock Me Amadeus by Falco (laughs) hits number one on the UK pop chart. Top Gun, starring Tom Cruise, hits theaters. And 3D printing is developed by Charles Hull. Now, I know these are all big events and they all have a special place with a lot of people, but which of these means the most to you?
1: It's got to be uh, Top Gun. I remember watching Top Gun as a child? So memorable.
0: <laughs> well, we'll see if it was as memorable as these three books from May, June, and July of 1986.
1: Stanley presents Web of Spider-Man, 14 through 60, All That Glitters, Fox Hunt, and Underworld, written by David Michelin, pencils by Mike Harris and Mark Silvestri, ink by Kyle Baker.
0: And as this is Web of Spider-Man, our format, as we kind of develop it, is a little different. I'm just going to blast through the summary of these three books in probably less than a minute. Gotcha. And then we can kind of break them down and talk about the things that matter the most. All right. In 14 and 15, Peter needs money for hospital bills and apartment damage. And he still has that gold notebook. He can't get an advance at the Daily Bugle. Jonah tells Peter, go tap dance on a minefield, Parker. He sees the black fox out there trying to steal a jewel and he helps him to not get shot and then surprisingly, he helps him escape. He uses his spider tracer on the black fox where he finds a dead body. He blames the black fox for the murder and then realizes he didn't do it. The real killer, a villain named Chance, tangles with Spider-Man and loses. In his dealings with the black fox, Peter comes across a fence, and sells his notebook to this guy, Elmo Twig, for one-tenth its value, and uses all the money to anonymously pay off Nathan's hospital bills, while Mary Jane uses her money and pays to fix Peter's apartment. Also in Web of Spider-Man 16, sent by Now Magazine and J. Jonah Jameson, Peter and Joy Mercado go to a strange town that isn't all that it seems. They get taken to an underground lair where Spider-Man encounters a new threat in part one of this story.
1: Ooh, thank you, James B., for those summaries. Uh, I think there's a few major topics we need to discuss regarding these three issues. Uh, can we say the Golden Notebook, Joy Mercado, and Villains Chance and the Black Fox? Where would you like to start?
0: Yeah, those are the topics for sure in these books. Um, let's start with Spider-Man and his Golden Notebook.
1: I agree. That's a great starting point. Let me remind everybody, this golden notebook came from when the Beyonder turned a like seven story building into pure gold. And Spider-Man was hanging out there trying to protect the gold building from people stealing things. And eventually, when he saw the Kingpin take two golden typewriters, I should say the government gave the Kingpin two golden typewriters because the Kingpin helped the government, Spider-Man decided he'd take this golden notebook, but he was really torn up about it. He, because he, you know, he thought it was stealing. I, I, I can't seem to understand why he can't get rid of this notebook in a more reasonable manner. It, it bothers me that he's a scientist and a, a brilliant person. I feel like any one of his chemistry things he's got in his back room that he used to have. I don't know if they got burned up or whatever. Just melt the notebook down, Peter. Take it, take it in small chunks to wherever you want to, but. It's definitely a burden on him.
0: Yeah, I agree. He definitely could melt the notebook down.
1: And that and that would be the end of this golden notebook. But it, it keeps cropping up. And now now the golden notebook is going to pass hands from uh, Elmo. Who just, I didn't catch this guy's name, James. What was his name? Elmo Twig. Elmo Twig. <laughs> what a name. It's in his hands. And... It could crop up again at some later time because it just won't go away.
0: Eddie, the whole purpose of this notebook is just because we want to have a situation where Spider-Man has to make a, you know, ethical decision. Like, what's he supposed to do with this? And I've been pushing for in earlier discussions because this notebook's around. uh, I've been pushing the fact that, yeah, he should just say, like, look, I have a lot of expenses. And you're right. Melting it down. That's a great idea. He could just (laughs) break off a piece of it and and, and cash it in. He. He steals things from places and leaves money behind, right? Yeah. Yes. But he definitely took the notebook when he was annoyed, and at this point, you know, whatever. Just and, and he uses it. He uses it to pay anonymously off the hospital bill. So you can decide how much you consider that stealing. He doesn't get a lot of money for it either.
1: No, he gets very
0: little money for it. Which El- Elmo so Twig popular. gives him one tenth the value. Elmo.
1: How dare That's, you. That,
0: he does the same thing when, uh, with the Black Fox, which we'll talk about in a minute. When True. Black Fox brings him a ruby, he offers him one. He's like, I can get 10 times as much. I'm like, apparently Elmo's move is always one-tenth
1: of whatever you get. <laughs> All right, James, why don't we talk about the Black Fox and Chance, the two villains in these books?
0: Well, the Black Fox is trying one last heist again. And Peter is, I, I think, way too helpful, way too nice to this guy. Uh, Eddie besides security guards did you understand who else is trying to take out the black fox in web of spider-man 14 and why because i had to look it up
1: i did not it was very confusing what was happening
0: well to keep it simple i'll explain it's he's in trouble because the guy who got killed uh, oh my gosh what is that guy saying there's a, there's a guy who gets killed in the book because his, he's in his
1: the, his usual fence
0: yeah he's got a andre boulier Yes, he's, that sounds about right. <laughs> Andre <laughs> Billier gets killed because Andre Billier is not like willing to work with this other organization. You know, like, yes, he should be the fence for the I'll say the Magia, even though I don't think it's listed as the Magia. So they take him out and the Black Fox should also be sort of like working with them. So there he's being a chance works for some organization that wanted Andre and the Black Fox to kind of work with them. Yes. I very, see. very vague, though. Huh. You know, and then Chance, this guy's got uh, acid darts and laser beams, and they give him this whole gambler gimmick, which because his name is Chance, kind of like right. Two-Face from DC Comics with a coin. I do like that they gave this guy a whole personal life. Did you see that?
1: That was wild. <laughs> so at length about someone who I thought was not very
0: important. <laughs> yeah, villain. they 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 show his real life, and he's, he's in a hotel room, and he's making— He's kind of gambling, like, "Hey, do you want to? You want this tip, or do you want to flip a coin and you could triple your money or something?" And I think it's kind of on the level. I think he's just a gambler, and I'm like, "Okay, they're starting to set up a whole backstory on this guy." And then he has one run in with Spider-Man. As far as I could tell, he loses very, very quickly.
1: <laughs> it's over. That's why it was so surprising to get such a long back uh, backstory on Chance. Uh, the Black Fox, though, he never seems to go away. He keeps coming back. This is his. Is this his third chance at trying to retire?
0: Uh, Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what's (laughs) going on with this guy. I do know Golden Notebook and Chance will come back. I've seen them both appearing in other issues or on covers or something. I have not seen the Black Fox in the future. So this might be the end of the Black Fox. All right. Well, Eddie, the, the last thing you had on the list was Joy Mercado. You want to talk about her?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. J. Jonah Jameson has broken off from the newspaper and started Now Magazine back up and taken all the best reporters, which I guess Joy is one of them. She's in Web of Spider-Man 16. She's fantastic for all sorts of different reasons. I mean, we've seen her in small bits and pieces. Peter's remarked on how she's a great dancer. Obviously, Jay Jonah loves her because he's brought her over to Now Magazine. She's not afraid of anything i don't think i i don't understand why she's not more of a romantic interest for peter or why like mj doesn't get jealous that seems to be something that's played out a lot in the past like if peter had someone who was close to him they would get upset yeah the, when he the, spent the, more time with someone else but
0: jerry B, mercado is, thought bubbles is mj and peter she's are not they together peter here too often not? thinking he's a hunk that doesn't come up that often but Peter says things like, oh, no, I have to work with Joy Mercado. She fogs up my lens like it's implied that he's distracted by her for sure. But (laughs) they leave it just hanging out there. It's it's the kind of thing that uh, if you thought if you knew he wasn't going to end up with MJ, you might think this is where it's going next.
1: Well, MJ, like you said, they're not together right now, but they will be
0: right, James B.? So, Because I want to know your answer.
1: <laughs> the problem I have with... Hold
0: on. I'm going to spoil this for you. Eddie, we're like 20 episodes away from covering like the wedding issue. I mean, I know he's ending up with MJ.
1: <laughs> but it seems to be long and drawn out. And I don't think they're actually together here. We know Aunt May and Anna Watson want them together.
0: <laughs> MJ's into Peter. And they even she, she even says something like, Anna can see right through all my... Party girl pretend attitudes, like, because they're trying to like strip that away from her.
1: Yeah, that's interesting when she mentions that because I feel like MJ has left that persona behind. She seems far more worry I know, like, she knows that Peter is Spider Man, but she's not like the happy go lucky MJ we knew from a very long time ago. I, I, I don't know if I enjoy this evolution of her character. It's well, not a great I, look for her, I think.
0: I think more of this is going to come up in the next podcast when we cover uh, Peter Parker, The Spectacular Spider-Man 113. Okay. Right now, this storyline here is about Joy Mercado and the adventure she's going to go on. It's part one of a, you said it's a three-parter. I haven't read ahead. Yeah, kind of. It's kind
1: of a two-parter that gets stretched into a three. The resolution happens next, next web 17. So. Excellent. Something to look forward to.
0: Well, for us to be able to do this podcast, we're thankful that we have our sponsors. And listeners, uh, the Daily Bugle presents Live with Eddie. Uh, Each week, the Daily Bugle lets Eddie interview someone at the scene of these stories. Uh, Eddie, um, I'm sure you've been prompted on who you're interviewing today. So uh, please welcome the, the man himself phoning in from the French Riviera. This is the Black Fox. You can talk to him about... Uh, The events of what happened today, the next voice you hear should be the Black Fox. Hold on. Oui, oui, monsieur. Who is this?
1: (laughs) Uh, This is Eddie from Let's Read Spider-Man. I'm interested to hear uh, about what your next retirement plan might be. It seems you're constantly trying to retire.
0: I'm not actually French, by the
1: way, in case you didn't (laughs) know.
0: Well, you're in France, so. I am retired. I'm definitely getting too old for this sort of thing.
1: Can you find no other way out rather than to rob
0: from the gem stores? Listen, Andy, my micro Vader can analyze 273 different types of locks and alarm systems in six seconds. I mean, what am I supposed to do? It's right there. (laughs) Clearly
1: you're a professional, but Spider-Man seems to be stopping you often. And yet you weasel out of getting taken to the police.
0: It's, it's pretty, impra- pretty impressive. Well, you know, rumor have it that someone returned the Eye of Cornelia, the largest flawless ruby in existence, and received a handsome award for that.
1: <laughs> so so you're not afraid of Spider-Man then, because, you
0: know... Spider-Man, he basically works with me. He's helped <laughs> me and protected me in the past.
1: <laughs> can, can we quote you on that in Now Magazine or The Bugle? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I... Sadly, will not be sending that over. But maybe someone who listens to this uh, in the future. Speaking
0: of sadly, my friend Andre Bouillon was the most elegant fence in the world. I'd like to say I miss him greatly.
1: It was shocking that he was murdered so abruptly. I am sorry to hear that, Black Fox. Yes, yes. Thank you
0: for your kind words.
1: All right. Well, good luck in uh, retirement on the Riviera. Hey,
0: it costs eleven hundred dollars a month to rent here, so <laughs> I may be not be retired that long. <laughs>
1: Back in action. Okay. All
0: right, right, Eddie. Thank you so much for Eddie. That's Eddie, not Andy, of course. And this was the Black Fox. (laughs) Eddie, did you like the intro of our show being the what happened in 1986? (laughs) Would you prefer when we have a quote?
1: I I hate to point out my own failings, but I did not analyze very well recently one of the quotes in the book. Don't tell me, James B., this is to try to get me out of that predicament, is it?
0: (laughs) Doesn't really require as much work for you just to pick your favorite (laughs) of three topics. Let's just say that. Eddie, if the listeners want to reach out and let us know that they prefer the quotes and we should not deviate on our Web of Spider-Man podcast, how could they reach us?
1: You can email us at let's read at gmail.com or click on the link in this podcast description to join our Discord channel and connect with us through social media.
0: Yeah, I used to put the link right to Discord, but then I had some problems where Discord was changing the they would change my permanent link or something. I'm like, I thought this was a permanent huh. link, so I wanted so what I do is I have it linked to a different site, and on that site I put the the you know the correct Discord link in case they right. ever change it. Then I don't huh. have to go back and change. The show notes in like 60 podcasts, see? Right. I think that's very interesting. If you don't feel so, it's okay. But what did you find interesting about this book? Why don't we let you close up our episode?
1: Uh, On page 11 of Web of Spider-Man 15. Okay. Sure.
0: And I'll let you close up our episode. And speaking of closing and interesting realizations, it's now time for Eddie's most interesting realization.
1: On page 11 of web of Spider-Man 15, the black fox knocks out a bunch of guards with an exploding teddy bear.
0: Goodbye. Goodbye. By Mary Jane and her relationship with with Peter. Yes. Could we just talk about the fact that somehow she fixed his entire apartment with her money without him knowing? Crazy.
1: It's clear that he's not in his apartment very often. It's, I don't know. She does very quick work. Maybe she had a contractor come in and
0: do it. She did. Contract. She didn't. She didn't do it. She paid say. someone to do it. <laughs>
1: and where did she get this money from? Well, she's a famous model right now for Kings Kingsley Models or something.
0: Oh, like that's like right. It. The company that Peter doesn't
1: like. Yeah. He, that much. Yeah. Which is unclear as to why, in my opinion, too.
0: There is a web of Spider-Man coming up in the next, you know, twenty or thirty issues or so that has a picture of her on the cover, like modeling and someone's taking photos of her. So at least they bring back that whole modeling theme. It's not just going to go away.
1: Yeah, it it floats around. She mentions it sometimes. She's got like a shoot or work to do or has to go over to. Kingston or Kingsley. I can't remember the name of it right now for the photo shoot. So I'm not surprised she's got some money from MJ, who's fairly carefree, maybe living with Anna Anna Watson's old place or something.
0: Eddie, when I gave you those three big events in the summer, uh, were you tempted at all to discuss Rock Me Amadeus by Falco or the 3D printing was invented?
1: Rock Me Amadeus James B. I always think it says hot potatoes in it too.
0: How, where, when it says Amadeus, potatoes, Amadeus, you think it's... Hot, <laughs> <potatoes,
1: laughs> hot, hot potatoes, hot potatoes, hot potatoes. <laughs>